Today is the 30th of October 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name, as always, is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the first time, thank you. Welcome. We really do enjoy having you with us and appreciate you being here. Each episode follows a really easy pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. But if you would like some help, there is a script that you can download. If you hit the download the script button in the episode notes, you'll get a copy of today's episode. If you'd like to partner with Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, again, links to our giving pages are in the episode notes below. And finally, I'll get my breath back, sorry. If you'd like more information about me or the podcast, head to rayborrow.co.uk. We are in the presence of an amazingly wonderful God. So let's still our hearts and minds and let's pray, shall we? Father, clear my sleeping head and fill my mind with expectation. Awaken my slow body and energize my heart with love in action. Ignite my spirit and set this day on fire with promise. Make the ordinary extraordinary. Engage me. Show me your kingdom alive. Help me to see that every waking moment is full of promise because of you. Amen. Ephesians 2, verses 8 and 9. For it is by God's grace that you have been saved through faith. It's not the result of your own efforts, but God's gift, so that no one can boast about it. Yesterday was a study day for me. Once a fortnight, I get to dedicate a day to working on my thesis or dissertation for university. Or at least I try to. It's not always possible. I have kids and I'm a minister and things get in the way, but I do try. The theme of my dissertation this year, and it will be handed in this year, is God's grace in conflict situations in churches. <laughs> Ironic, right? God's grace in conflict situations in churches. It's important because we are still fallen creatures and we still need God's grace. And yesterday's study day was spent in large part looking at today's verse. For it is by God's grace that you have been saved through faith. It is not the result of your own efforts, but God's gift, so that no one can go, but no one can boast about it. So many Christians speak of God's grace. We acknowledge God's grace, but we have no no real idea of what we're talking about. For a long time, I was the same. And I, but I have spent so much time learning about God's grace, doing this work that actually I, my mind has been blown again and again and again. So, for instance, the Greek word that we often translate for grace is charis, with a hard K, C-H-A-R-I-S, charis. It's pronounced with a hard K. It can also be translated as favor, or my favorite translation is gift. So if we take the first part of today's verse and change the word to gift, it reads, for it is by God's gift that you have been saved through faith. The next question is, what is the gift, and how is it we're saved by faith? 
The gift, my friends, is God himself in the form of crucified Jesus. Freely given by God who relentlessly and lovingly pursues us. It is God's stubborn delight in us, even though we were technically his enemies before we were saved. Think of that. He he delights in us, even though we rejected him. What a wonderful, amazing God we serve. Who did not leave us alone in the cold and the dark, but has sought us out, chased us down. What an amazing God. Simply amazing. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to wonder about God, because it truly is wonderful, and God is truly wonderful. And then we're going to continue with today's Bible readings, and today we continue with the letter to the Hebrews. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Wondrous God, pursuer of our souls, show us who you are today through the words on these pages. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. For the final time this week, our Bible readings are taken from the Good News Translation, and today we're reading Hebrews 11. To have faith is to be sure of the things we hope for, to be certain of the things we cannot see. It was by faith that people of ancient times won God's approval. It is by faith 
that we understand that the universe was created by God's word, so that what can be seen was made out of what cannot be seen. It was faith that made Abel offer to God a better sacrifice than Cain's. Through his faith he won God's approval as a righteous man, because God himself approved of his gifts. By means of his faith Abel still speaks even though he is dead. It was faith that kept Enoch from dying. Instead he was taken up to God and nobody could find him because God had taken him up. The scripture says that before Enoch was taken up he had pleased God. No one can please God without faith, for whoever comes to God must have faith that God exists and rewards those who seek him. It was faith that made Noah hear God's warnings about things in the future that he could not see. He obeyed God and built a boat in which he and his family were saved. As a result, the world was condemned, and Noah received from God the righteousness that comes by faith. It was faith that made Abraham obey when God called him to go out to a country which God had promised to give him. He left his own country without knowing where he was going. By faith he lived as a foreigner in the country that God had promised him. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who received the saved promise from God. For Abraham was waiting for the city which God had designed and built, the city with permanent foundations. It was faith that made Abraham able to become a father, even though he was too old, and Sarah herself could not have children. He trusted God to keep his promise. Though Abraham was practically dead, from this one man came as many descendants as there are stars in the sky, as many as the numberless grains of sand on the seashore. It was in faith that all these persons died. They did not receive the things God had promised, but from a long way off they saw them and welcomed them and admitted openly that they were foreigners and refugees on earth. Those who say such things make it clear that they are looking for a country of their own. They did not sleep thinking about the country they had left. If they had, they would have had the chance to return. Instead, it was a better country they longed for, the heavenly country. And so, God is not ashamed for them to call him their God, because he has prepared a city for them. It was faith that made Abraham offer his son Isaac as a sacrifice, when God put Abraham to the test. Abraham was the one to whom God had made the promise, yet he was ready to offer his only son as a sacrifice. God had said to him, It is through Isaac that you will have the descendants I promised. Abraham reckoned that God was able to raise Isaac from death, and so to speak, Abraham did receive Isaac back from death. It was faith that made Isaac promise blessings for the future to Jacob and Esau. It was faith that made Jacob bless each of the sons of Joseph just before he died. He leaned on the top of his walking stick and worshipped God. It was faith that made Joseph, when he was about to die, speak of the departure of the Israelites from Egypt and leave instructions about what should be done with his body. It was faith that made the parents of Moses hide him for three months after he was born. They saw he was a beautiful child, and they were not afraid to disobey the king's order. It was faith that made Moses, when he'd grown up, refuse to be called the son of the king's daughter. He preferred to suffer with God's people rather than to enjoy sin for a little while. He reckoned that to suffer scorn for the Messiah was worth far more than all the treasures of Egypt, for he kept his eyes on the future reward. 
It was faith that made Moses leave Egypt without being afraid of the king's anger. As though he saw the invisible God, he refused to turn back. It was faith that made him establish the Passover and order the blood to be sprinkled on the doors so that the angel of death would not kill the firstborn sons of the Israelites. It was faith that made the Israelites able to cross the Red Sea as if on dry land. When the Egyptians tried to do it, the water swallowed them up. It was faith that made the walls of Jericho fall down after the Israelites marched around them for seven days. It was faith that kept the prostitute Rahab from being killed by those who disobeyed God, for she gave the Israelite spies a friendly welcome. Should I go on? There isn't enough time for me to speak of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel and the prophets. Through faith they fought whole countries and won. They did what was right and received what God had promised. They shut the mouths of lions, put out fierce fires, escaped being killed by the sword. They were weak but became strong. They were mighty in battle and defeated the armies of foreigners. Through faith, women received their dead relatives raised back to life. Others, refusing to accept freedom, died under torture in order to be raised to a better life. Some were mocked and whipped, and others were put in chains and taken off to prison. They were stoned, they were sawed in two, they were killed by the sword. They went around clothed in skins of sheep or goats, poor, persecuted and maltreated. The world was not good enough for them. They wandered like refugees in the desert and hills, living in caves and holes in the ground. What a record all of these have won by their faith. Yet they did not receive what God had promised, because God had decided on an even better plan for us. His purpose was that only in company with us would they be made perfect. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about the bits of scriptures that have caught our attention. And then after the music, we're going to say our prayers for today.
Before we pray, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the links in the episode notes below. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, our voicemail service. The links are all there. We would love to be able to pray for you. We would love to be able to lift you before God and support you through whatever you're doing. So drop us a line. Let's offer up our prayer for today, shall we? God, you could have given up on the world, left us God-forsaken, abandoned to darkness and despair. You could have shut your ears to our groaning, your eyes to our bleeding, your heart to our tears. You could have left us to live with our choices, our death-dealing, our cries of crucify him. But you are the great lover, the caring creator, the good shepherd, the mighty saviour. In Jesus you entered our darkness, walking among us with words of love, breathing forgiveness, defeating our demons with arms wide in welcome. You live among us now by your Spirit. You are God infinitely close. This world is the new heaven, your home among us, and we can never be the same again. How amazing, Lord. How wondrous. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way.